The American dream has become a nightmare. Signs of the time are on cardboard on corners in town. Like a cancer that's silently spreading, there's an unspoken fear. We're on our way down. We must take America back. Main Street to Wall Street, cities and states, Washington D.C. Before it's too late, there's not long. We need leaders who lead us, not stick us and bleed us, then ransom our future and our children's. That's wrong. We must take America back as liberty weeps. Our forefathers spin in their graves. Pray God will bless some way out of this mess. We must take America back. Lord knows they'll try to silence our voices. They'll pretend to be patriots. Fighting for fairness for all, but they're not even fit to hold office. What they believe doesn't fit with freedom at all. We must take America back, Main Street to Wall Street, cities and states, Washington D.C. before it's too late. And ransom our future and our children's. That's wrong. We must take America back as liberty weeps. Our forefathers spin in their graves. Pray God will bless some way out of this mess. We must take America back. All right. Welcome to the show. Welcome to the National Intel Report. Uh, This is William Rapillum on my regular Wednesday night. Uh, And um, today is Wednesday, uh, October 26th, 2022. Please go to republicbroadcasting.org and smash that donate button and donate much needed fundage. Free speech cannot live without we the people funding it. Um, And we are continuing to speak freely here on our network. Uh, No corporate sponsorship is all funded by all of you. So uh, please keep it alive, folks. Donate what you can. So tonight I have a couple of guests with me. I'm going to be first uh, uh, introducing... Our guest from the Red Pill Expo, and he's going to be discussing that. It's coming up uh, in two weeks. Actually, the the week of November 12th and 13th in Salt Lake City, Utah, the Red Pill Expo. Um, 
G. Edward Griffin is the head guy of this, I believe. G. Edward Griffin is the author of The Creature from Jekyll's Island and other books. It's a great book about the Federal Reserve. And uh, tonight I have with me, uh, affiliated with that same, uh, with the Red Pill Expo, uh, David Morgan. He's the founder of the Morgan Report that uh, is a report on money, uh, mining, and uh, metals. Money, metals, and mining. I think that's the order that uh, you said it was there. And it's a great report on finance and how to uh, how to how to traverse and, uh, and navigate through these treacherous waters of economic uh, collapse that we're going through. So, David, welcome to the show. Thank you for joining. Well, thank you. It's a pleasure to be with you. I think it's the first time, and uh, always appreciate the exposure and helping uh, fellow patriots to. Uh, <laughs> weather the uh, storm. I will make a slight, I don't know if correction is the right word, but uh, we're going to have a financial sure. collapse. But a financial collapse is different than an economic collapse. And what I mean, and not just trying to draw a fine line here, but finance is this, this casino mechanism we've had going on with the fiat phony system of <clears throat> pushing paper back and forth and pretending it's wealth for, for a long time, for 50 years, if you want to count it from the time that the uh, Bretton Woods Agreement was annulled by President Nixon. The economic system is how you and I interact. It's, you know, fixing uh, your your toilet for X amount of fiat or making a swap or a trade. It's the actual physical economy where we trade goods and services. And that is contracting. So the physical economy is definitely contracting. But the collapse will actually happen in the financial system. And uh, they do go hand in hand, more or less, when we're on an honest money standard, when we're on sound money, there's a pretty strong alignment between the financial system and the economy. But once that separates, you get these huge distortions, which we're which we're now witnessing. I appreciate that distinction, David. Thank you for thank you for that. And I want to give you some more uh, time to speak and talk about the Red Pill Expo. And first, let me just uh, go ahead and uh, introduce my other guest tonight. I've Lark from Texas, Lark in Texas. Lark in Texas is a researcher, and uh, he has a website, Larkin, uh, you can go to tinyurl.com, Lark in Texas, um, and Lark will give you a little more information on that. Lark, welcome to the show. Hello, Lark, are you there? Uh, so uh, I guess give, give me give me a minute. Uh, apparently, I've got him on pause. Let me. Oh, okay. Let me let me bring him back in. No, that's okay. So I uh, wanted to. Um, yeah. Also, just, uh, yeah. Please, please mention we have the Red Pill Expo all linked up at all of the RBN homepages. Republic Broadcasting. Right. Network. Yes. Yes. Um, so if you go to republicbroadcasting.org, the first thing that you're going to see is you will see a link to the Red Pill Expo. There'll be a picture there. I think uh, G. Edward Griffin is in that picture. And you can get all the info about it, how to sign up, how to get a ticket to go. Um, so, David, let me ha- pass it on over to you, and you can tell us all about it. Sure. Well, first of all, all of us in the 
I would say almost anyone involved with, you know, freedom, free market thinking, uh, the truth, almost everyone in any of those groups are familiar with G. Edward Griffin. And I had the honor of meeting Ed years and years ago, uh, actually in Florida, when uh, he and one of his closest friends at the time was Harry Brown, Brown with an E, B-R-O-W-N-E. Harry was one of my mentors. And he wrote uh, How to Profit from the Coming Devaluation, and that book was written in this 1970. So I'm giving away my age, which I don't mind. Ed's got a few years even on me. But he's been a stalwart. He's been uh, one of the leaders, and it's always an honor to be at one of his conferences. This will be my third one. So he covers more than anyone else, and I've done worldwide investment conferences, but the Red Pill is not necessarily an investment conference. In fact, really, for the ones that I've attended, uh, myself and maybe one other speaker would actually have anything to do with investment or finance or how to weather the storm from a monetary standpoint. He goes deep into every area of life, which there's a lot more to life than money. Health, what the health system's really like, uh, a leader across the board, um, you know, Del Big Tree. I met uh, on the East Coast at uh, Red Pill. The last one I was at as a speaker, uh, and he's just got these people that really stand out. Um, Sherry Jackson, who's one of the few Congress people that really stood up and talked about the truth. David Martin, a personal uh, hero of mine, that uh, just does absolutely over-the-top research, points out what's really going on with this uh, magic shot, and many others. Sheriff Mack, true honor to be in his presence. There's a man that just stands up and tells it like it is, and if you have any idea of how the Republic is really supposed to work, you can learn it all in his speech, basically. Not everything, of course, but a huge overview. And for me, that was educated a more or less a less corrupt system, I'll call it, since of my age and where I grew up, uh, you know, a lot of what he says, I learned as a, you know, fifth, sixth, seventh grader, but you don't learn that in school anymore. Uh, who else can I comment on? Dan Happel, a fellow Montanan, uh, just a great guy, started collecting silver at early age like I did. Um, some of these other people I'm not that familiar with, but it does everything with health, with correct eating, food, shelter, uh, relationships. Just And I was just blown away uh, the first one I attended because uh, he covers, in my view, everything. I mean, the only other conference that's similar, in my opinion, is the Anarchapoco. And I know I'm not supposed to promote anyone else, really, but it's <clears throat> nice to go to an event that, really speaks to the human condition across the board. And there are not very many that do that. Ed has been doing it for years and we salute you, Ed. Well, yeah. And you mentioned, um, you mentioned some, 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 some very familiar names, um, uh, David Martin and Del Bigtree. Um, I'm also seeing here, um, Mickey Willis who helped produce, um, the film Plandemic as well exactly. that he did yeah. with Judy Mikovits. And David Martin participated in that as well. Carrie, Dr. Carrie Madej as well. She's done some great research exposing what's in the COVID uh, injections. Um, and uh, see, so we got Alex Newman. I'm not familiar, familiar with him. Kent Lewis. 
Uh, I am familiar with Sheriff Mack, in fact, of the Patri- my Patriots Network, and what he did in 1994, which is kind of his claim to fame, is overturning the, the Brady Bill, uh, helping as one of five sheriffs in the United States to uh, stop that terrible gun control bill from getting pushed through Congress. He, he actually successfully got, uh, I think, the Supreme Court or one of some court, one of the courts, a district court, to overturn that. If I don't have that, I know it's about, that's about right. I don't know if I have that exactly correct. It was overturned or just stopped. Um, but that's Sheriff Mack. He's a really great guy. So there's also Mark Herr, um, Alfonso Monzo, William Jasper, um, and others as well here. So, uh, and I see I see you you here too, David Morgan, and uh, yep. on the website there. So that should be a really great uh, event, November twelfth and thirteenth. Um. So you can find out all about it, the logistics, where the event is, how to get there, where to stay, where to eat, what else to do there, uh, when all the speakers will be on stage, the itinerary of that, and what are the topics, when are the breaks, the mission statement, what it's all about. And there's a nice video by G. Edward Griffin here on the front page there. So, um, yeah, it should be fantastic. Salt Lake City. November 12th and 13th, the Red Pill Expo. So, Dave, is there anything else you'd like to say about uh, about that or, or anything else you'd like to talk about with us? Well, I think, uh, you know, the idea that uh, we don't need to worry ourselves into, you know, a state of uh, confusion. We are in very trying times, and the humans on this Earth plane, planet, cabal, whatever you care to call it, has gone through this cycle again and again and again. And I'll reference a movie that I was in, and it's not about me, it's about the format that everyone can watch. It's called The Four Horsemen Film. If you type in Four Horsemen, you're going to get the original movie, which is a good movie, but the one I'm referring to is called The Four Horsemen Film. It's for free on YouTube. It's about an hour and a half long. It'd be a good weekend watch. And it goes through exactly how this cycle repeats over and over. Where we are in the age of empire, we're in the collapse phase of the age of empire. And in rough speaking terms, a very broad brush view, the human experience goes from a time of having too much to having a time of too little. And my generation, especially the boomers, have experienced basically from birth till very recently too much excess of, you know, especially in the West, you know, food and uh, entertainment and clothes and cars. I mean, you name it on the material plane. But during that gain of materialism, we've lost a lot of our spiritual and heartfelt values that really make the human experience worthwhile. So I would say that uh, people like Ed that are leaders in the movement of waking everyone up, red-pilling everybody, that uh, not only is my hat off to him, but I commend him especially for what he has done in the past and what he continues to do. And I am honored to be part of the Red Pill this year. Yeah, fantastic. Now, you, and you mentioned the the Four Horsemen film, and uh, the distinguish between the original movie and then 
your the one that you're in. Uh, the Four Horsemen is the first one. That's not the one you were in, but the original that was made. I don't know the year that was made. I'm, um, I haven't actually seen it, but I'm going to look it up. Uh, but the Four Horse and yours is the Four Horsemen film. So, Correct. Um, yeah, so you write the Four Horsemen is out of this is uh, out of the Book of Revelation in the Bible, and right. uh, it's a very important. Uh, these are a very important story in that book to help understand. I think the times that we're in right now. You have the different horsemen. You have the the white horse, the black horse, the red horse, and the pale horse. And we've all heard the beyond. Um, Behold the pale horse. William Cooper wrote a book called Behold the Pale Horse. I own um, a copy. <laughs> yeah, you bet. Mm-hmm. Now, I don't know. I forgot what sequence they came in. I think it was the red one first. Maybe it was the black or the black horse, the red horse, the pale horse, and the white horse. But I think the white horse is the one at the end that's the good one, right? It's Jesus Christ. Right. Yeah. So, um, yeah, that's great. Um, well, well, if I could plug myself very briefly, I do a lot absolutely. of uh, information for free. And the way you get on my free e-letter is just to go to themorganreport.com and give me a first name and an email and you're in. Hmm. Okay. Yeah, I'm going to do that, actually. Morganreport.com. Yeah, it's themorganreport.com. Cool. All right. And then to get your newsletter, yep. you stay stay up on things. We'll have more to talk about here on RBN. Excellent. Um, well, we appreciate it. Uh, is there anything else? No, unless you've got another question. I think you let me have the floor, uh, and I appreciate your generosity in letting me uh have a have a say in uh, not only what's happening at the red pill, but in the uh, economic system overall. Yeah, well, I do have a question actually, and it's something we've been bowling around, you know, amongst colleagues, and that is because we have these we have this central banking system, and we have these retail banks that are sitting underneath, the, you know, like BlackRock, which is essentially the feeder bank of the Federal Reserve. Um, BlackRock is kind of a new up and comer in the in the you know, host of, of, uh, of asset management or hedge fund management or, you know, those banks that sit right in between the uh, Fed, the Fed, which is just one arm of the overall world octopus, which exists in every country except the ones we're bombing or trying to, you know, take them out like Iran or Syria, North Korea. We've already taken out Libya and Iraq, which were independent of the central banking system, and that's why they got taken out. Um, so, yeah. So, so if you, so, so people, we're talking about. We really wish that if there's anybody on RBN that still has their money in one of these, you know, one of these central banks like Wells Fargo or uh, or, or or J.P. Morgan Chase, Bank of America, any of these, any of these parasitic institutions that. Uh, that you get your money out of there immediately. Hey, can, can, we take a, can, can we take a break real quick? And uh, if, if David can hang on. Um, yeah, yeah, sure. We'll, let's come back in about uh, four or five minutes. Okay. Thanks, David. Hello, I'm Dr. Leonard Horowitz. 
I was right 30 years ago in warning the world about threatening lab virus outbreaks, AIDS, and Ebola. I was right 20 years ago when FBI Director Robert Mueller made me a suspect in the anthrax mailings because I warned the Bureau before the CIA's biocrime and Cipro sales psyops happened. I was right about COVID-19 being an AIDS-laced mutagen plan to resurge this fall to excuse officials' profitable depopulation globalization agendas. And I was right about the only safeguards being antioxidants and holy spiritual sustenance. Vitamin C, D, zinc, chlorophyll, oxygen, and oxysilver especially transmits the frequency resonance to neutralize the expanded function bioweapon. Oxysilver is a double superconductor of the healing power of love. It is the first nutraceutical invented to amplify prayer power and the faithful loving intention of your heart. Buy, try, and stockpile OxySilver through HealthyWorldStore.com. Do you truly want to stay out of the system? Are you prepared to buy into the biggest scam since the Iraqi dinar? If not, then put your money where it belongs, in your possession, not in the hands of an international MLM cartel. At Kettle Moraine Limited, we will provide you with the finest Swiss-minted detachable gram sheets of pure 24-karat gold for hundreds of dollars less than the so-called privately issued credit cards with elusive gold backing. Gold backing? The only gold that I want is in my back pocket, not backed by promises of an operation even the U.S. Chamber of Commerce is suspect of, giving a rating of C-. To get the full story, visit SierraMadrePreciousMetals.com and go to the Valcombi Bullion Vault. Once you have read the whole story about the scam being perpetrated on an unsuspecting public and how you can avoid being a victim by purchasing these beautiful, barterable, tradable sheets of gold at tremendous savings and in the strictest of privacy, be prepared to take the steps to protect your wealth with the purchase of the real deal. Detachable 50-gram gold bars from Kettle Moraine Limited by calling 602-799-8214. Ask about our one-ounce Valcombi detachable bars, which break into one-tenth ounce bars. And don't forget, for all of your precious metal needs, whether buying or having the need to sell, call Kettle Moraine Limited. Remember, no dinar, no celery, and no carrots. If you buy from someone else... Tell them you want AU, not BS. Call Kettle Moraine LTD today at 602-799-8214. Kettle Moraine LTD, 602-799-8214. National Intel reports, William Rapillon, and we're back and we're discussing. I was just, I've got David Morgan from the Red Pill Expo on the line with me. We've got Lark in Texas. We're going to be um, continuing to talk with him. And um, yeah, I was just talking about if you got your money in the retail banks and the big retail banks, uh, get them, get it out uh, and get it into a smaller local bank. Um, and I want to ask a deeper question to you, to you, David. You know, I, how. We're just wondering how hard would it be for um, somebody to start their own bank? You know, we see things are happening. Like uh, you have Kanye West out there who, sp- who spoke out, and now he's being you know kicked out of his own bank, which is a blessing to be on. I, I think 
Um, so maybe he could start a bank with all the money he has. But how, how would we, the people, you know, go about maybe, I don't know, this is a tough question. I've never heard anybody really answer it. But how can we start our own banks? Do a build a parallel system on Well, I'm actually involved with a system called LOAD, L-O-D-E, like mother LOAD. And it's LOAD.1. Or if you want to use my my URL, it's AG, the atomic symbol for silver, AG.LOAD.1. And you'll get a lot of free information. But it's a silver and gold physically backed uh, coins for a basically a new monetary system that parallels the old monetary system, which means sound money. And so we can't call it a bank because when you say the word bank, it uh, elicits the banker's elitist um, control over the whole system. I mean, if you listen to my work, and I'm not sure anyone on your show has, it's not about me, it's about the, the principles but my main principle is that the banks control everything. I mean, bankers don't care if you're communist, fascist, libertarian, free market, or um, anything in between. As long as they control the money, they control the nation state. So they control the communists as much as they control the Americans. And very few people are aware of that, that the basic power structure is from the banking system. My point, going to your question, is a friend of mine named Franklin Sanders tried to start a silver bank back in Tennessee. Oh, it's probably been 20, 30 years ago. And he was arrested and put in jail for some time for having the audacity to start an honest money bank. So, yes, it's being done. We're just not calling it a bank. It's very, uh, very flexible. You can buy gold by the grain and silver by the gram. So you can be a very, uh, let's say, just scrape it along and still participate in our system because its uh, fee to entry is, is, you know, basically nothing. I mean, in other words, a lot of coin dealers, you got to order a certain amount or, you know, that kind of thing. That doesn't apply here. So that's the system. Now, there are others that are involved. And the difference between load and, let's say, Kinesis or Paxis or some of these Glint or some of these other ones, they're good systems, but it's basically what you do with a coin dealer. You put fiat in, secure gold or silver, then you have to sell the gold or silver and you get returned fiat. Our system directly uses the metal itself, and it's more of an ecosystem for everybody to trade and spend. Just by hoarding gold and silver, and I'm a hoarder or a stacker or whatever you want to call it, but that's just saving real money and saving your financial well-being, preserving wealth, if you will. But it doesn't really help us, the people, until it circulates. And that's what we're trying or we are doing with the load system. So there's the answer. There are others. I'm all for competing currencies. I'm not necessarily for an exchange, but I mean like the Ithaca dollars or local currencies, or local barter groups, or some of these other blockchain methods. Uh, I do believe ours is the best, but I'm biased. I have an investment in load. So that's your answer. We're doing it. We're doing it now. We just need to bring the awareness to everybody. In fact, that will be the emphasis of my 30 minutes at Red Pill. 
I'm going to make everyone that's there aware of it. I'm going to ask them to please spread the word because we do have solutions. You just have to, one, know about them and then take action. Wow, awesome. So you mentioned uh, a website, right, ag.load.one? Correct. Now, is that a one with the number one or is that O-N-E? It's O-N-E. Okay, got that written down. You mentioned uh, Franklin Sanders as well. Um, yeah. You know, we got about two minutes before the break. I want to give Lark a chance if, if he'd like to yeah, ask you a question. And, uh, right. uh, and also, real quick, we're, we're about to come up on the break. If yeah. Mike would like to make a comment here, we, we Jerry in Chicago would like to talk to you, David. So we'll, let, let's let's yeah. let him on. Yeah. Well, oh, if you okay. can hang on. We, we might need to go through the break here. So we might need to. You mind it. hanging on, um, uh, David? Okay. Yeah, I'm good. Great. Yeah, uh, Lark, Lark, thank you Lark, for, yeah. for Lark, waiting. We've got about 30 seconds to lay something out there for us. Go ahead, Lark, if you want. I don't know. Can you all hear me? Yeah, I, inter- I introduced you um, uh, before you I, I got on there. Oh. Let's go to Jerry after the break. Yeah, we're, we're up against the break right now. We don't want to compete with the music, so uh, we will catch it on the other side here. Stick around, folks. We'll be right back. You are tuned in to the Republic Broadcasting Network. Visit our website, by going to republicbroadcasting.org. Hey there, are you going to wait till the cows come home to get your new ease-off drop and lift? What in the world is an ease-off drop and lift? Our ease-off is a new tool to increase production for your meat processing company that will get that whole hog or half a beef on or off your rail with our remote control. That sounds great, but can I afford it? Sure, and the ease-off installs fast. The effortless operation will reduce fatigue, speed up your line, and increase profits. Okay, I'm convinced. Where can I get my ease-off? Go to easeoff.com. That's E-A-Z-E-O-F-F dot com. And hurry because we're offering free shipping for a limited time. EaseOff.com. We make pigs fly. Cows, too. EaseOff, LLC, 417-932-6419. Are you sick of censorship? TLB Talk is the cure. TLB stands for truth, liberty, and balance. We are the newest and most unique social media platform to hit the internet. We were built out of necessity because Big Tech, Big Pharma, and Big Brother are out of control. The only thing bigger than them is when we the people are united. With that vision, TLB Talk was born. Our battlefield is in cyberspace. The battle we're in can be won by clicks of buttons and voting with your wallet. TLB Talk has no hidden agendas, no corporate funding, and we do not sell, trade, or give away any of your information. Our platform runs off of generous donations of members and merchandise profits. So please, check out our site. It's the best around. And be sure to stop by our store. It's loaded with items that'll have you feeling a sense of member pride and victory. Come unite with us today at tlbtalk.com and join the social media revolution. 
Have you been looking for a trusted long-term storable food company? We have a solution for you. Simply Clean Foods is dedicated to providing the best quality food you can buy next to fresh from a farmer's market. Our line of resealable fruits, vegetables, and meats are suitable for everyday use, and you won't have to worry about throwing away valuable groceries ever again. Our food is completely GMO-free, and our stringent quality controls, plus testing for heavy metals, makes us unique in the storable foods market. Simply Clean Foods' primary focus is to bring clean food to people all around the world and change the way we look at freeze-dried food in our daily cooking. When you purchase from Simply Clean Foods, not only will you be receiving high-quality food, but you will also be supporting veterans in need across the country and those who are affected by natural disasters. Go to republicbroadcasting.org and click on Long-Term Food Storage in the Rotating Sponsors banners to support RBN. Simply Clean Foods. Do it today. Okay, folks, we're back. Uh, welcome to uh, National Intel Report. Um, so, thank you, everybody, for joining today. Um, we got David Morgan, who we're interviewing from Red Pill Expo, um, and uh, Lark. Uh, we got Lark in Texas here that I introduced a little earlier. Sorry for the awkwardness of all the introductions and technical difficulties we had. Um, but Lark, um, do you want to ask uh, David any questions? I know you have some incredible information yourself that you're going to share with us tonight, and I'm really looking forward to that, and I want to hear what you have to say. Well, I'm probably really the wrong guy to be posing any questions to David, to be quite honest with you. Uh, I'm invested in art glass, uh, books, scenes, and tobacco. And if I had my druthers, I'd like to get invested in pemmican, jerky, and hardtack. So (laughs) that's me. I can't eat gold. I can't eat silver. Uh, uh, I'm a little bit... uh, off the beaten path in in that regard. I wish I was smarter when I was much younger, had invested in gold but and silver, but I'm not going to pay the prices and I'm not going to be playing into a manipulated market. And I damn sure don't buy in any kind of digital currency, just like I never really bought into the fiat currency, which has brought us to this point in time. All right. There's my thoughts on money and currency. Well, I think there's, you know, there, there's a lot to be said about even, you know, currency could be even things like what you mentioned, you know, beef jerky or um, other tangible assets, um, uh, non-perishables and, you know, even perishables, too, if you can preserve them for some period of time as well. I think jerky and tobacco has more value than gold and silver weight by weight. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Well, David, what um, you know, we're gonna uh, we got a caller um, in. We got Jerry in Chicago. I want to bring on. I just want to quickly uh, kick it over to David and see if you have any comments on that. Sure. 
Okay. Uh, well, my comments for Lark is, you know, we're probably more in agreement than he thinks. Number one, if people ask, you know, I've limited means, what do I do? I always tell them buy food before you ever buy an ounce of gold or silver. Uh, silver's basically the excess that you have after you have everything that you need. So we're pretty much on the same page there, believe it or not. As far as the digital currency, uh, there's not a lot of them I trust. Obviously, I trust hard assets. And I look at it as an adjunct to what you own, what you actually stack, what you actually hold. It's a way to go to the next level. And look, I'm trying to beat the system. And this is the direction the system's going. The system is going to a central bank digital currency. We have the opportunity to get these kids that are using their phones for everything and never had a bit of cash in their wallet ever. Everything they've ever done has been by a plastic card in their phone. At least we can enter into their thinking and provide something that's different than, let's say, what the fiat system offers. So pretty much more in alignment. I don't take it uh, negatively. I think it gets down to it. You know, food would take precedence over gold. But if you look at it from the reverse out here in the Palouse in uh, Washington, you know, a farmer that's got, you know, 5,000 acres of wheat, you know, he's probably going to take gold before he takes a cell phone and barter. So there's something to it. But certainly I would say that what he said, uh, again, repeating, is that, look, you got to get your priorities straight. you got to be able to feed yourself before anything else. So, uh, And I think you got a question for me from somebody in Chicago. Yeah. Yeah, we've got uh, we've got Jerry in Chicago. Um, Jerry, appreciate you waiting. Um, what, uh, what? Welcome to the show. And what what question do you have? Well, real quick, and I'll make it less than a minute. Um, I wanted to ask him since the Russian uh, ruble is gaining on the dollar, would it be a wise investment that I don't know? Maybe throw a thousand u.s dollars at a ruble and i don't know how to do that uh can he explain that at this point it probably isn't as good um and it's very difficult for the average person to do it you could do it if you were with a major brokerage like jpm or morgan stanley or one of these top tier uh banks banks that work directly with the Federal Reserve and have a foreign exchange desk. But to do that, you probably have to have an account worth like $5 million. So, no, I did actually tell my, you know, my paid subscribers to try to get into some of the oil stocks from Russia that were selling for, you know, $0.10 cents on the dollar. And some were able to achieve it, some were not. But we made out like bandits, as the expression goes. So your thinking is clear. But most of the time, you see the obvious like that. It's usually not that easy to get into it. Okay, well, thank you very much for that answer. And you guys continue with the show. I want to hear Lark. Awesome. Okay. Yeah, thanks, Jer- Jerry. Appreciate it. Um, I just have one uh, one more question I, I want to um, kind of expand on a little bit on the um, AG load one and so what what on in a practical sense like how would um someone you know just someone who's like just average person uh wants to um I guess we're going to find out more about that at the Red Pill Expo but if you wanted to answer that um how would the average person you know what would be the steps they would take they're going to pull out all their 
they have you know they have I don't know twenty thousand dollars in in the bank or something. They pull it out of a uh, Bank of America. Now they want to put it in a co cooperative, like what you're talking about, or an AG load one. They just go and they buy. I just trying to understand a little bit more about the process and how the trading kind of works and sort of you go and you buy the the gold and silver and you find people like farmers or something that you can buy food with with that or i don't know what 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 would uh sort of on a, on a more because i think people want to have kind of like tangible sort of uh ways they can apply this right now right well the reason the mining system exists is called division of labor it makes everybody more efficient the system works better for everybody involved and you know if you want to barter food for food or food for labor or whatever that's fine and it works but the monetary system is actually what mankind has achieved over years because it works so well because we're all in agreement having said that i would never have anyone take their twenty thousand or two thousand whatever it is and put it all into this as i said i consider it to be an adjunct to what you would stack. So if someone was worried about the banking collapse, and I've done a video with uh, Stansberry Research, it's got 2 million views. It's the biggest viewed video Stansberry Research has ever done, and it's called The Banking Crisis, Bail-Ins, Not Bail-Outs. So the banking system is set up to preserve themselves, not us. So anyway, on the 20,000 example, I'd say... 10% 10% at the most would go into a program like this. So that'd be 2,000 out of 20,000. The other 18,000 is food first and then some metals probably. Depends on the person. It's up to them. Uh, of that 2,000, all they do is go to load or ag.load.one and you buy AGX or AUX. AGX is buying grams of silver. AUX uh, is buying grains of gold and you can buy it directly uh, on the website, and then that goes into your wallet, and you can use the wallet for other merchants. Uh, you can do um, trading with other cryptocurrencies, which I'm not a big fan of uh, 99% of them, but there are a lot of millennials that are, and I'm free market. If you want to blow your brains out on Bitcoin, be my guest. I don't advocate it, but again, I think people ought to be able to make their own decisions, just like Lark does. I mean, he makes his, and I back him, you know, 100%. He's a free market thinker or a free thinker, and that's how we all should act in this world. So that's it. It's pretty simple. Okay. Again, it's 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 a tool in the toolbox. It's a quick way to spend real money uh, very easily. And again, my big you know push is that this is the direction the system is going, and we have an opportunity to kind of subvert it without them knowing about it until it's too late. That's my dream that we get enough people involved with it that uh, we can have our own system. What you asked me earlier about how do we start our own bank, this is the way to do it. Cool. Yeah, all right. Um, well, we got one more caller for you, David. Um, you got time for one more? So I'll take it. <clears throat> okay. We got Wayne in Texas. Wayne, uh, welcome to the show. Yeah, hi, guys. Thanks for taking a call. And uh, I can... Uh, uh, really back up what David was saying here. Uh, I heard his uh, interview with uh, Daniel Camboni from Stansbury, and it is uh, one of the must-listens to him and uh, David and uh, guys like Bill Holter have been way ahead of the curve on warning people what's happening. And when he mentions a term called bail-in, uh, I'm sure he can tell you and corroborate this that uh, 
This means now that all bank depositors are unsecured creditors to the banks. So that means if there's a big issue, the banks will come for depositor funds to help uh, you know bail out and keep them solvent. Okay, it used to be bailouts from government money. Now it's going to be bail-ins from depositor money. And what we're headed for is a derivative collapse. And uh, I wouldn't mind David uh, mention, uh, discussing that for a second. And one more thing, too, and David knows this for sure. When you're involved in metals, uh, precious metals, uh, the key issue is no counterparty risk. Okay, that's a big deal. Because if you're in stocks, bonds, or whatever, you're going to have a lot of risk uh, when uh, this thing starts to unravel. You may not be able access your funds for days, weeks, or months, if at all. And uh, the precious metals have universal acceptance and historical background. So I just want to throw it out, but uh, I've heard David several times, and if you're not a fan of his or signed up, you should be. Thank you. Hey, be, be, before, you before you hang up, uh, uh, Wayne, I, I want to put a question to both of you real quick. And, and you know, I, I, and if you have a, I don't want to interrupt what you were posing there. Um, so... Well, go ahead, David, if you had comment there. I'm going to just pause my question, if so. Well, thank you for that. And uh, there's not much I can add as far as, you know, what does the collapse look like? There's a gentleman called John Exter, E-X-T-E-R. That's E-X-T-E-R. He does this called the Exter Pyramid. You can Google it or look at it on Bing or some search engine. It shows the system is an upside-down pyramid. If the pyramid is the most structurally sound uh, architectural way to build a, build something, an upside-down pyramid is obviously the most unstable structure. And that's the structure that the financial system is based on. And what the extra pyramid shows is that, as Wayne said, when the derivatives blow up, which is the biggest part of the pyramid, but it's at the top, not the bottom, everybody starts striving for what's called liquidity. And that's where they go from derivatives to real estate to private businesses to corporate bonds to government bonds to hard cash, meaning physical $1 bills and $10 bills and $20 bills to food, to, to gold, to food. That would be at the tip of the pyramid. So that's the direction we're heading. It's already started. And the collapse doesn't mean everything goes away and burns to the ground. What it means is a lot of this funny money, especially derivatives, get repriced or disappear. And we're going to see that. So we're going to see a contraction in the economy, generally speaking, a lower standard of living, and definitely a spiritual awakening for those that uh, see what's happening. Mm, interesting. Um, I wanted to just ask a, a question. Uh, this is somebody asked me this question, um, and they, they asked... Um, if I have a hundred thousand dollars in a in a in a four hundred one k, and it's just sitting there parked in in a you know um, it, well what what what's traditionally been safe a um, uh, uh, just a, a, a bonds uh, and um, you know what uh, and it's not really doing much but it's it's in the auspices of something like BlackRock. So, what what would you do with something like that? I don't know if that's bordering on financial advice, but um, it's just there seems to be a big question among a lot of people. They're wondering what to do, where to, where to, where to, where to re, you know, reappropriate their retirement. Sure. Yeah, well, I'm not a registered investment advisor, so I can't give individual advice. But what I can say is that I work with several 
that respect me. And uh, if you want to send an email to support at the Morgan Report, I can answer it offline. Support at the Morgan Report. Okay. Um, yep. Cool. All right. All right. Well, um, yeah, go ahead, Wayne. I was just going to say, uh, to add to what he said, but uh, I'm not an advisor either, but I've been in the business before, and what I, if I was advising someone, I would sure say you need to diversify some of those funds into some sort of a precious metal-backed uh, type IRA or something while there's still time. I go back to this key point here, the counterparty risk aspect. If this thing starts to unravel. You may be looking at a real nice 401k statement, but it's going to be mainly toilet paper because you're not going to be able to have access uh, to your funds. And one key person who's been on this for a long time is uh, a lady by the name of Lynette Zhang, Z-A-N-G. And David, you may have a period with her, but uh, again, she's right up uh, in your category and a phenomenal researcher and a person that she's a monetary historian. She goes back to the 80s and even before that. Uh, describing what's happened in the past, and we're about to circle around the same uh, type of path here where uh, the financial system is going to have uh, some severe issues coming up. But I would say if you're in paper or looking at a statement, you need to be in something that has something you can look at, tangible, no current party risk, and has some universal acceptance. Well said, Wayne. Yeah, I know her well. I interviewed her, and I actually complimented her on one of her more recent interviews. She got a guy that actually sat in front of Paul Volcker, and that, if you haven't seen it, is definitely worth the time. Talked about pulling out a piece of gold and talked about what it was worth, taking a $100, no, taking a bond, I think it was, and burning it in front of everybody. It's quite a story. Yeah, and right wow. now she's uh, she's been... Uh she just did a recent interview with a guy named, I think it's Mario Neko. You probably know the name, David. And uh, he's a phenomenal uh, type of uh, researcher, just like yourself. But, but his background is he worked in the city of London. And he has very close, a very, uh, again, uh, close knowledge of the derivative market. And uh, I think he, uh, the recent interview is very, very informative. I just started uh, listening to it, so I can't say much details, but he sounds like somebody that really has been around the track and knows what's heading our way. Tell us, say you. the name again. What was the name? I want to say, yeah, well, the lady's name, uh, it's her channel. Her, her name is uh, Lynette Zhang, Z-A-N-G, ITM Trading, and uh, in, in her site, within the last few days, she put up a interview with Mario, and I think his last name is Aneco, I-N-N-E-C-O. And the guy uh, just seemed to be very brilliant. A little bit older, but he's uh, he's very very experienced and very knowledgeable. Yeah, and Wayne, you mentioned another interview um, before um, between uh, David Morgan and somebody at Stansbury Research. I, I missed that person's name. Well, uh, there's a guy named Bill Holter. H O L T E R. He right. did a real recent interview on USA Watchdog with uh, Greg Hunter. And uh, Greg David's probably been yeah. with Greg Hunter, too. But Bill Holter has been talking about uh, our problems are going to be the result of a credit event. That At some point, the credit markets are going to seize up, and then that's uh, pretty much all over. I'm yeah. sure David's aware of uh, Bill Holter. So, oh, yeah, Bill and I are friends, and he and I spoke together in Germany. I've spent a fair amount of time with Bill. Yeah, great, great guy. Great guy. He is. He is. So for those of us who aren't financial experts, when you say, you know, the, the, the whole thing's over, 
pretty much that's when the banks are just going to start seizing the liquid funds in people's bank accounts and just stealing, literally stealing, confiscating that money, right? Well, that's not a guarantee. It's on the books, and they have the right to do it. Uh, whether or not it takes place remains to be determined. But we could get a system failure, a credit squeeze, a liquidity crisis I outlined without the banks ever doing a bail-in. Now, by the time they bail in, they don't want the money because it doesn't buy anything. It's a possibility. Is that what's going to happen? No one knows. What we do know is we're on very shaky ground. Counterparty risk is what you want to avoid at all costs. So you want to mitigate your risk, and you do that by being smart. And smart doesn't mean that smart. It's common sense. You want something that's held a financial stability for thousands of years, and that's precious metals. Food. Is wonderful, and I think that's a good idea. I do advocate, again, to do it first, but um, food has a problem. It's got a shelf life. Even emergency food's good for 25 years. Gold and silver last thousands. And I would say, too, guys, there's a precedent for all of this. Uh, if you look up the history of an event called uh, MF Global, the MF Global Collapse, that's Mary Frank Global Collapse. That was several years ago, and uh, I know a lot of people who had uh, money in banks that uh, they thought they were sitting pretty good. Their their funds were cleaned out by uh, when that whole thing unraveled. I don't remember all the details, but I remember it being a very, very uh, uh, upsetting event for a lot of people. I think mainly in the Midwest, Nebraska, Kansas, and all that, where these smaller banks were invested in this one fund. Interesting. Yeah. You know about when that was? Well, we can look it up, I guess. David, I don't know, maybe 10 years ago, possibly? Eight to 10 yeah, years. I'd say in that range. I'd have to look it up, too. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But, uh, again, I think that's it's not the exact blueprint, but it's a very similar uh, uh, aspect here. And it goes back to the fact that when you give a bank money, you, you essentially assign them title to your money, and you become that unsecured creditor I mentioned before. So basically, the fine print says uh, that they they're allowed to confiscate your money. You're putting it in there, and you know if they need to do it, they'll just take it from you. It's not really yours. Is that what you're saying? That's correct. That's correct. <laughs> it's the bank's money. Yeah, and we're going to get more into in the next hour with Lark the theme of they have the right to do it. They have the right to do it. We're going to talk about that quite a bit here. Um, we got a, uh, just a few minutes left. Um, we got um, a couple more callers, actually. We got Fred and I. Fred, thank you for waiting. Um, what is your question? Hello, Fred and Iowa. Can you hear me okay? Yeah. Hey, Fred. Yeah, I'm in harmony with Lark. I agree with him. And um, as it says in the Bible, leave the cities and go to the mountains. And uh, I would like, uh, I'm in Iowa, I would like to go to... Uh, Montana, but if I get my passport as a U.S. national, I will and would go to Ecuador. Now, I am a retail day trader, and uh, David, I imagine you know what that is. I've lost gotcha. more money than I've made, but... When all this happens, and it will happen, uh, my account and my trading account, they can confiscate it all. And right now, if I had the money, and I do have a little bit, I could buy uh, silver. Now, on 
what I do every day, and I'm up at 6.30 in the morning and do my trading actually in an extra hour. First of all, I put the spot gold price up. I have that website up. Then I have my homepage trading site. And then I have what uh, sink or swim. And I have lists. I have uh, a computer with three monitors. I am not a nerd or a geek, but I do know my trading site. I have lost more money than I have made, but I have had a $14,000 day. Now, I know, I'm well aware that when it falls, and it's falling right now, and it's going to fall, so what I have in my trading account, they will confiscate that. And I would wish that I would have bought the gold or silver precious metals or invested in a, in a property if I had, I had the money. But I am taking that chance. But it's going to be chaotic and horrid and terrible that... Uh, It'll be brother against brother, father against son, mother against daughter. And even if you have property and gold and silver, you're not safe. Uh, You're in a better position. But if you don't help others, your gold and silver is going to do you no good whatsoever. Now, Jeff Bennett on RBN, I trust the man, and if I done squeeze out a little bit of money, uh, I would buy silver, and I uh, would buy from uh, Jeff Bennett. And when I have the spot gold price every day from about 7 o'clock in the morning until 9 o'clock at night, Fred, let me let me. Uh, we got the we got with the end of the show, right? Let me get one quick more comment from David before we go. Uh, sure, David, it's been great having you on the show. Uh, did you want to um, have any comment before? Oh no, not really. I think that uh, you know he's right that you can have gold, you have gold, and not be able to buy anything. I mean, let's say that uh, as a thought experiment, you want to have a stake. If there's no beef in your area, it doesn't matter how much gold you've got. So, you know, money's important, but it's not the foundation of human life. It's a community. It's what we do with each other. It's not what you have. It's what you have. And that means what's in your head and in your heart. That's what really counts. Awesome. Awesome. Everybody, David Morgan, um, he's going to be the Red Pill Expo. You can find him at themorganreport.com. And uh, the Red Pill Expo on November 12th and 13th. Um, thank you so much, David. Uh, we really appreciate being on the show. Wayne, thank you. Uh, Fred, thank you for being on. Um, we're going to have Lark the next hour, folks, so stick around. We must take America back. We need prayer in schools and more things made in USA. Take America back We must take America back
This is RBN, the Republic Broadcasting Network.